Hi, I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, where I am an astrologer and mindfulness consultant. This podcast is for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention. Here we tap into mindfulness for both life and business. From community-driven leaders, conscious humans, heart-centered entrepreneurs, and beyond, we'll discover all the different ways mindfulness can be applied to you. My podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Welcome to this week's episode of the Be Mindful Podcast. So thank you so much for joining me. Uh, So this week's topic is all about incorporating mindfulness practices into your business. So how I've been doing the podcast, if you haven't listened to the past, um, like the last four episodes of this season, I've been having this season of eight episodes um, be solo episodes with just me talking, mirroring my eight-week coaching program that I offer, the Be Mindful in Business program. That's a one-to-one coaching program. So we started off with week one with our needle chart um, for self-awareness and the importance of that. That's how I start off everything with all clients that I have, I feel like it's like a very important step. And then once you're self-aware, episode two was about how to pick your niche and get clear on your brand messaging, which mirrors what the second week of coaching is like. Uh, Episode three was all about tapping into your creativity, which is exactly what um, week three in my coaching program is. It's all about tapping into your creativity, and then actually having a creative brainstorm with me. Episode four was all about mindful marketing and marketing authentically from the heart, which coaching with me, it's we come up with the the marketing plan. This week is all about how to incorporate those mindfulness practices like in your day-to-day life for your business so you can operate more mindfully and effectively. So that's exactly what I do with clients one-to-one. And then the like sneak peek of the next three episodes that are coming for the podcast are how I got into astrology and spirituality and use that to intuitively run my business, which that mirrors the coaching program by um, I go over the the strategies and things how of what you can use to intuitively run your business. And then episode seven and eight are kind of they don't really mirror, but they are topics that we like touch upon within the coaching program. Um, it's just the last two weeks of the coaching program are more like uh, personalized to whatever my client needs um, support with that the last like six the six weeks prior. So it's it's more custom. It's like a wrap up session and making sure that they know how to use all the tools that I've given them um, effectively. So episode seven coming out in two weeks is all about business boundaries and then episode eight coming out in three weeks is all about how to intuitively plan your week using the energy of each day it's based on like an ig post i did that did like really really well so now that i've done all that 
like podcast housekeeping, um, let's get into how to incorporate mindfulness. So first, let's just break down what the definition of, of mindful means. So like, what is mindfulness? So I basically define mindfulness as um, just you're aware. It's awareness. And I've asked people in the podcast last season, I would have them, I think, say like, what do you do that's mindful in your day-to-day or like what's something mindful that you do? And everyone's like, pretty much, I think everyone said that they're just aware of something. So that's what I would describe mindfulness as. You're just, you're being mindful. You're being aware. That's like a word I feel like you could use interchangeably with it. So just honestly being aware of your energy and knowing when you need to take a break. Um, But then it's always nice to know what are some of those things you can do during your breaks. You literally could just be and not do anything. You could just like just have a very um, like a nothing day if that's something that you need to to do to be mindful. But the whole premise of just being would be meditation. And uh, meditation is sometimes used interchangeably with the word mindfulness. And that's totally true. One way to be mindful is, is to meditate. Um, but meditation is hard for some people, um, myself included. But um, I try my best to meditate, but I've found different ways to meditate um, that I'll share with you today, just in case you're also one of those people that struggle with um, with meditating. So one of the first things that you can do to incorporate a mindfulness practice is, is through a morning routine. So being uh, aware of your energy in the morning and some people, depending on what like if we go back to the whole like needle chart thing and and you knowing your like what elements you're you're more so inclined to not a more so inclined like the more um whatever element you have more of in your chart you're going to be more inclined to do something like that just at all times but more so um in the day it's nice to tap into the energy that you're feeling some people like to do a gratitude list in the morning um some people like to journal. If you're an air sign, um, journaling is probably like the be- one of the best things for you to do if you have any thoughts or anything like that. Um, just get them out right away. It might help to like lighten the load throughout the day so you don't feel so heavy. Um, I'm an air sign, but I don't like doing anything in the morning. I could not function to write. If I'm being honest, because I feel my moon, my Pisces moon and Cancer rising pulls more. So if you're a water sign in the morning, it's you have to just intuitively go with what you're feeling, like how emotionally, like what you want to do and intuitively feel out what what need, like what you need, right? So I feel like as a water sign or if you pull more to the water elements, just like actually just drink water and just sit with them yourself and drink water and, and nourish your body that way. Um, earth signs in the morning with your uh, routine, something that grounds you, organizing, cleaning maybe after you've like gotten ready for the day. And then fire signs, if you are a true fire sign or have a lot of fire in your chart and you have a lot of energy maybe in the mornings, that would be maybe your best time to work out or just do something that you're like passionate about, um, whatever that is, to like start your day off feeling good in your element and like 
passionate and fiery and, and taking that with you throughout the day. So that's like the first thing I would say to be mindful is know what feels like you start your day off with something that feels the best for you so that you kind of like set the tone in the morning with like how the rest of your day is going to be. So after you've done that morning routine and you, however you you get to where I work at home, which I love, I'm such an introverted homebody. So I just have to like walk downstairs to my little um, desk setup and then I'm like at work, air quotes around that, right? Um, well, whether you have to commute or you are working at home right now, uh, whatever the case may be, just making sure that you have a mindful commute. And if you work at home, you have a mindful separation of work and home life because it's in the same place. And then once you start your day and you start doing work, knowing when you need to take breaks. So like if you feel hungry, stop what you're doing and go eat. Um, if you are like, if you're thirsty, have a drink. And if you like, sounds so like odd to say, but if you have to like go to the bathroom, you, you have to pee, like stop what you're doing and pee like um, immediately. Just like listen to what your body is saying. Those are such like basic needs that I just laid out there. Um, the four pillars of wellness. I learned this back. Oh my gosh. I feel like four years ago when I attended a like wellness night at Sage Wellness at Limer Jamal when like the co-founder, I don't, I don't know his name. It's not coming to me right now but he's the husband. Um, I feel like his wife's name is Kate. I could be wrong, but his name isn't coming to me, but he talked about, um, you know, wellness and then obviously promoted the Sage Wellness products, but I really liked his analogy. He had a cup and I think I've said this in other podcasts or I will say it more and more is that you need to fill your cup before you can like give to others. And if you're mindful throughout the day of your energy and making sure that you're like working, which means like you're pouring out of your cup, but then at the same time you replenish it like throughout the day, then you shouldn't feel so like drained or tired at the end of the day. But he, this always stuck, stuck with me. He said, there's like four basic pillars of wellness. And the first one is sleep. That's your foundation. If you're not sleeping properly, like your brain is not going to be able to function. If your brain isn't functioning, then your body's not going to function either. And then after sleep is uh, hydration, water, and then food, and then movement. Um, and then I don't know if he added on the fifth one or if I've just seen this, or I, I think it's through the fifth um, pillar of wellness is like passion. Do something that like you're passionate about and that you're excited to do. Um, but yeah, so taking breaks throughout the day to like like meet those needs of like water, food, um, movement. Um, sometimes uh, if you're feeling like if your neck is stiff or you have like a sore back from the way that you're sitting, if you have an office type job or if you have a job where you're standing a lot, um, it's sometimes good. This is more so if you're sitting, but to like stand up and like move your body um, not just for like the physical benefits of like stretching, but I also feel like energetically when you stand up, you're, you're getting your energies and your chakras, like everything's getting a chance to move around and it's not so stagnant. Um, yeah. So as you're going through your day, just knowing when you need to take that break. So, um, 
some things you can do are get up and do uh, like a yoga class, like 30 minute yoga class and do that. And that's like, I feel like physical, mental and energetic moving of energy. Um, so doing a yoga class, super simple. It doesn't have to be anything. And you don't have to do like a vinyasa flow midday, but just something super, um, if you don't know what vinyasa flow means, I laugh because I know what that means, but you don't need to do a very intense, fast paced yoga flow where you're like sweating and it's like the more workout style yoga. It can be a super simple, like, um, like so slow flow. Like you don't have to leave the ground. You can just like lie down and just do some like supine twists, bring your knees into your chest, do like the figure four stretch, um, child's pose, downward dog, upper dog, a few sun salutations, and like that's your that was your yoga, right? Um, if you need to do a complete like tech shutdown because you stare at technology a lot, do it. Like shut down all your tech, turn your phone off, or on silent mode, put it go into like a different room and sit and meditate or journal, do something like that. Sometimes it helps to um, get out of the building that you work in. So I learned this back in like maybe 2015 or 16. I don't know. Whenever I did, I did my first entrepreneurship class at uh, Ryerson. And uh, one of the videos, like there's the um, the method. Oh my gosh, what's it called? It's not for, it's like a different way to business plan. It's not a full business plan. It's just this, like, uh, it has different charts. Oh, my gosh, it's not coming to me right now. It's, like, a, it's an, a more interesting way to, like, business plan. It's cool. And and uh, the man who founded this um, concept, this business planning concept, it's like a map. It's, like, some kind of map. I If I can, like, find it, I can – there's PDFs, like, all over that um, – the internet that you can find to use this it's it's actually kind of it's, it's helpful it's a helpful method but um in his in his trainings he would constantly say like a business plan is like useless unless you get out of the building like so you have to get out of the building in business and, like talk to your customers interact with them and do research and all this stuff like don't get so stuck inside but I feel like that same concept applies for like when you're just doing work, like you have your your set routine you have to do, your to-do list for work for the day, the projects you need to get done, whatever you're working on, whether you're if you're you're most if you're listening to this, I feel like you're most likely self-employed. But if you're not and you have like a job that you have, same thing, but like you need to uh get out of the building, like leave and out in your travels like if you're just like getting out of the building go for a walk simple as that like walk around the block a few times wherever you are like don't necessarily get into a vehicle or get on transit or something because there's going to be stressors in that and just be mindful of your energy but just get out of the building go on a walk and you'll find that by getting out of the building instant and like inspiration might hit and you'll just feel less stressed because you're not like caged into like four walls and then um as you walk, you're moving your body again, inspiration might hit stress will be released through movement. And then, um, I feel like you, I never, uh, will walk outside with music on like, with like, um, like listening to music. Like I've never done that. I've always liked to be aware of my surroundings and like hear the different sounds and stuff like that. 
um, more so just for like protection of myself to be aware to make sure that like I know where the traffic is coming from and I can hear if someone's walking behind me I can move over if I hear like a, a bike make like dings the bell or something like that it's more so just so I have awareness of my surroundings but also like I feel like in hearing those sounds and being super aware of your surroundings you're actually present in the moment and that's like a very mindful thing to do so walking meditations are personally my favorite to do. Um, there's actually, in my yoga teacher training, I learned about a walking meditation you can do at, um, like, in your house in, like, a circle or a square where you put your hands in a, uh, in a mudra. I'm, like, one over top of each other. I, I don't think I can explain it. You'd, I'd have to like show a picture or something, but you put your hands in the mudra, like underneath, like at your, at your rib cage area and you hold it them there and you walk with like one foot slowly in front of the other. And we did that for, I don't know how long at my yoga teacher training. And that's an actual, like, I think Buddhist walking meditation, like a proper one. Um, that you can do and it was very hard to do because the pace like you have to move like slow and it's hard because in the world it goes like we just move so fast 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 paced and it's hard to slow down and and that really does encourage you to like slowly one foot in front of the other and we did it with like however many of us were there I think there's maybe like 12 of us and so we had to make sure we didn't like um create any gaps within the circle like we're all moving at the same pace together but of course there were like odd gaps because some people are going to move faster than others and like all this stuff so yeah um but getting uh, getting outside um walking one of the best ways to be mindful um I feel like it, it unless it's like raining or like snowing outside um I'm like recording this when it's like winter so um maybe don't go outside but if it's like even a winter day but it's like super sunny it's cold like bundle up but when it's sunny like that sunshine really helps in the winter months um even just like grounding yourself in nature through these walks and by being outside and surrounding yourself with the elements like you can really just yeah it's like I feel like with mindfulness it's awareness and then getting back to basics um yeah and then the last so just to how long I've been talking for um I always find doing soul episodes it's like it's like kind of fun but I find I like will ramble and I don't even realize it so I'm I try to stay I have my notes in front of me but I go off on like odd little rambles so okay I guess I basically started this off with like what you start at the beginning of the day so end end of the day um incorporating mindfulness by like actually giving yourself a like okay I'm done work computer closed done no more like don't check your emails like you're done boom like actually set that boundary for yourself and um be mindful of your own time um and then when you're done work for the day having a nighttime routine as well now some of the things I said that you could do in the morning with the whole um gratitude list journaling movement if that doesn't feel like something that feels good for you to do in the morning if you're not a morning person like me I'm if you're more of a night person doing some of that stuff in the evening might be better suited to your energy levels and personality so by 
So like when you're done work for the day, you the first thing you need to do is like, um, well like the basics like food and water. But when you're done that, instead of like sitting down and like watching TV, which is totally something that you can do, um, I do it a lot, and it's um, it's just being mindful of like how long you sit there though. But it's sometimes nice to like zone out for a bit and just watch Netflix whatever like show you're into at the moment it's nice to do that but just being mindful how much time you spend doing that um and then maybe like doing some kind of movement um or doing something that you're like passionate about I find for me my creativity comes out at night a lot more so than the morning or even afternoon I get very creative at night so I just sort of run with it and flow with it and if I want to write at um, this probably sounds super bad. If I want to write something at like one in the morning, I'll just write. Um, and then usually after I write, I get like, I've used up that creative energy cause I'm probably like physically tired, but I still have that mental creativity somehow happening. And then once I use that up, boom, like out bedtime. Um, and then also being mindful of when you go to sleep and setting a time that works for you so that you're able to get the proper amount of sleep and then wake up in the morning and then start the whole day over again for your business and just having the whole mindful cycle every single day. So those are just some simple ways for you to incorporate mindfulness in your business daily routines. Um, If there's anything that you do that I haven't mentioned in this podcast episode, DM me on Instagram, either at Be Mindful Studio or Be Mindful Podcast, and let me know some of the mindful things that you do um, throughout your workday for your business. Um, yeah, that was one of the questions I asked at the end of the the season one episode is like, what's, how do you bring mindfulness into your like everyday routine of life, right? So let me know how you bring mindfulness into your everyday routine or into your business. As I'm even like ending the episode, I'm thinking of like, depending on, again, your like who you are and your um, personality and needle chart and all that to-do list might also very much help people as well. Like having a list of what they need to get done to stay on track, but some people won't want to follow the list and some people will be all about the list. So it just depends, but that's another way to be mindful of like your time and, and stuff like that. There's even like, I think apps now that they have where um, you can turn it on and it tells you how much time you've been doing something. And it, like, is a time tracker. And you can set those to make sure that you're, like, being productive with stuff. It's just more of, like, an awareness and mindfulness of your time, though. So, anyway. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you learned something new and got maybe a little mindful tip that you can use today or tomorrow when you're working. And then reach out on Instagram and let me know anything you do for mindfulness in your business. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Um, So I'll see you in the 
next episode of the podcast, which is all about um, astrology and spirituality and running business um, or having a business and running it intuitively. So thank you so much. Have a good um, day, afternoon, evening, or night whenever you are listening to this. If you love today's episode, don't forget to share it with a friend or on Instagram and tag us at Be Mindful Studio and at Be Mindful Podcast. Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an idea for an episode, don't be afraid to reach out on Instagram and send me a message. I'd love very much to stay in touch with you. Thank you again for your support and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.